0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: But at least in the, the realm of sensibility that English provides, is more of an innocent curiosity. Like, hey, what's on your mind? But in Malay, you're like, hey, we caught you. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about something You better spill You yeah. know Or like You're a daydreamer Or something You yeah. know yeah.
0: yeah And that's an interesting element That we can explore as well The <laughs> fact that People immediately assume That you're thinking about something Something interesting and fun And usually They associate it with <laughs> I mean if you're dating Or somebody If you're right, not dating right. you're, 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 you're
1: having a crush on someone Yeah or
0: For yeah, some yeah. reason I don't know how They are able to Maybe link that I guess
1: BFM 89.9, listening to Night School uh, with me, Ahmad Farah Ahmad and this is the show that explores concepts, theories and society. We are doing another installment of The Trying Game. I think it's our eighth one. Uh, Hanif Baharuddin is the regular guest who's also in this episode. Uh, Welcome back. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the show where what we do is try to find equivalence across the English and Malay spectrum of vocabulary and... Today, we're going to do BM to English. Are you ready, Hanif? Okay. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this exercise so far? I are mean, doing we're doing this quite a bit now. And it, it seems well received. People enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's not very deep or whatever. <laughs> but it's fun. Because I think we all, in one way or another, ask Malaysians do this, you know. So, mm. now about eight episodes into it. What are your thoughts?
0: I'm enjoying it so far, uh, but I hope it resonates with our audience. Yeah. At least the core night school audience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you pick up new audience, but at the same time, yeah, I wish it will also resonate with our... Like, I, you know? I think
1: it's going okay. I mean, it doesn't seem to be getting the amount of shares that other episodes are, but I do know that at least in terms of downloads, it's, to, it's somehow resonating. Mm. It looks like that. Anyway, right. let's go on and, and uh, demonstrate the fun that is the trying game. Uh, the first word is peduli. Peduli. Care? Tak peduli means... You don't care. But then, don't you say pedulikan je? Pedulikan peduli dia. That means what?
0: <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that's the play on... Uh, not caring lah. Macam, oh, let, let, let him or her be.
1: But it sounds like tak peduli and peduli can be used in the same way. Right? So you say... Hmm. You talk about person A... And then someone else will say, Pedulikan je. Right? Mm. That's, a, that's a correct usage. But then you also hear, Tak peduli. Jangan pedulikan dia. Mm. Right?
0: I think the pedulikan tu is more of a, I think, It's a slang of uh, term these days lah. Instead of saying, Tak peduli. or Jangan pedulikan dia. Just oh, pedulikan dia.
1: Yeah, but, which... but then it means the same thing, doesn't it?
0: It means the same thing, But but it's wrong lah. <laughs> technically, linguistically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wrong. Yeah,
1: but, but I hear that a lot. I don't think it's a recent thing.
0: Well, I would say it's recent, but it's just that it has become like a part of like our colloquial speech, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People are like, okay. People know what you mean when you say, ah, pedulikan ade. Ah, uh, right,
1: yeah, right. Whereas,
0: whereas, the right term is supposed to be, jangan, jangan pedulikan peduli ade. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But, uh, don't, do you find that interesting though? The fact that you can say, tak peduli and peduli and mean the same thing? <laughs> um... Okay, I'm trying to not be
0: very grammatical about it. Yeah. So, um yeah, I, I guess it's quite interesting. <laughs> I guess it's very interesting. Because because people are using shorthands these days, right? And and the fact that people are able to understand what you mean when you say that word when you actually mean something else, shows that at least there is that 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 sense of like I think common understanding among <laughs> one another, right?
1: It's interesting, I find, because it is not that much of an effort or a stretch to just say, jangan pedulikan. Mm. You know, but you, you, just, you just say, pedulikan dia mm. aja, right? So, yeah. uh, but,
0: but peduli, I mean, care. Do you think care is the right word? Oh, or, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Peduli is like mind. Yeah, mind. More yeah, mind yeah, than yeah, care, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but jangan
1: peduli is don't mind him.
0: Don't mind him. Yeah. yeah. Don't pay attention to don't him. Don't
1: pay attention to him. Mm. But if you don't say, jangan, or tap, it just <laughs> mean mind him. So, in English, it's actually a big difference, mm. right? When you say, like, oh, uh, don't mind him or mm. mind him. Don't mind your head or mind your head. Those mm. two are, those two are di- very different. Mm. But we can say, pedulikan dia and say, jangan pedulikan. And we understand. I mean, it just shows how contextual the language is. Yes. Especially for a word that's not a slang word. Mm. Peduli is actually a proper term. Yeah. It's a proper, like, uh, schema word, you know? <laughs> Right. In fact, I would say that you use peduli, you use jangan peduli more often than you use peduli, peduli in the in the sense of caring. Mm. Would you say that or?
0: I think you might be right. Yeah, because yeah, I'm trying. Let's let's construct peduli
1: in that, yeah yeah. yeah It's like um, peduli kebersihan or something. Like I've heard that. Oh like, saya
0: pedulikan Kande. Ah,
1: uh, saya kan Yeah, it, it, it sounds weird.
0: Yeah, and and after saying that just now, I feel like maybe peduli is also, it is derived from the word duli. Asin pedulikan, saya pedulikan dia. Okay, but pedulikan,
1: I don't know whether that's right. Okay, right, I'm just, right. I'm just, yeah. But duli means loud, yeah? kaki. Duli as in Duli yang Mahamulia yeah. means kaki. Really? It's a Sanskrit word, oh. Sanskrit derived term. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you elevate royalty by elevating his feet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It could be, it, it could, could be, be that. Right? Yeah. yeah. It could be peduli means to sort of like pay attention or pay a certain regard. To Mm -hmm. that person, Mm -hmm. right? But like you said, I think we are getting, you know, uh, getting to the heart of the matter in that the phrase "tak peduli" is more common than "peduli." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think we use the word "peduli" to mean "tak peduli." (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) I guess so. so.
1: uh, (laughs) I'm thinking out loud here, so correct us if I'm wrong, uh, listeners. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, the next word is "tak kuasa."
0: Tak kuasa. uh, couldn't be bothered? Yeah. Uh, yeah couldn't could be, be, be bothered, bothered right? Tak nak layan usually,
1: right? nak layan, yeah. But yeah, people these days say oh, tak puasalah. Tak aku. Uh, now it's a colloquial term and you use it typically when you've sort of reached a certain point of total disregard. Right? Like are you going to go to that person's open house? You say tak aku. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like you're not going. What's the difference between saying that and saying no?
0: Yeah, see that's the thing because just now we we, we we said that uh people drop the jangan in jangan peduli kan? but now tak kuasa is technically two words, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas malas lah, malas la. Yeah. <laughs> technically just one word, and yet people <laughs> would rather say tak kuasa Yeah. Yeah. But tak kuasa, I mean, if you were to, as I mean, the word in its literal meaning It's tak kuasa, meaning you don't, you're powerless, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But but it doesn't mean that. When people use that word, it doesn't mean that way, lah.
1: kuasa seems to indicate that you're not willing to expand any ener- energy for it. Mm. It's like I'm not gonna give this person one calorie <laughs> of my stress. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that yeah. that is what, what it evokes, right? Yeah. Takuasa. Yeah, yeah. It... it's it's like even a lower level. I won't bother than, Yeah. I won't even care. <laughs> I won't even try. Right? I think th- I won't even try, I mm. think, is the is a term for it. But, and again, it's colloquial. Do men use it?
0: I guess they do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've heard it being used both by men and women. Right, yeah. right. Although, the fact that you asked that question shows that. Yeah, I think, commonly, I think we sort of, like, heard it more from women, I guess. Yeah.
1: That's the impression one gets. And I, it's not a bad thing to to think that, I feel. Mm. Because, mm. you know, some expressions are gendered, you know, preferred by one gender over the other but it does have a very makcik posture you know that's not a bad thing (laughs) but I I just think that it evokes that sort of um, positioning somehow socially when when you when you say that word Mm. Um, do people still use that word these days? I think so yeah Mm. I think so and again I hear it more among my aunts and the the, the sort of the the maternal side of of the family and typically among the the elderly women Mm. yeah I don't see like a millennial enjoying hipster coffee at TTDI using it. I don't know. Yeah, I like But I don't know. You I mean, can hang
0: out at TTDI <laughs> and just, you know, <laughs> eavesdrop on people's conversation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's an interesting social experiment there. Um, buang Tebiat.
0: Oh my god, I was just discussing this with another friend of mine. Okay. He, he apparently didn't know what it means. Okay. Yeah.
1: He's probably very young then.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I know. I think I he's think He's quite. I mean, he's not Malay, but quite fluent in Malay, and yet he didn't get it. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." Yeah. Yeah, Well,
1: it's not easy to translate this.
0: Yeah. Pong tabiat. It means okay. I think this is my interpretation of it. Let's dissect the meaning first before we we try to translate it. I think it means you're doing something out of your usual habit, right? Pong tabiat. Because because people will say, when you did. Something that is like, you know, totally out of like the norm. Okay, yeah. give me an example of that. <laughs> Say for example. I mean, if you have a routine of like maybe uh, going to work at 9. And suddenly one day you told your housemate that, oh, I want to go to work at 12. And then your housemate will be puzzled and he will be like, You jang, jang right, uh, yeah, right. know, okay, like okay, yeah, jangan not go to work. Right, right. Okay, okay. It's always, jangan tabiat. You yes. don't want to go to work. So, no yes. one says that oh, I'm going to go to work today.
1: So, basically, don't lose your regular sort of self or something I like
0: that. I guess. I mean, if you we were to dissect word by word, I guess, buang yeah. meaning that you do something out of your norm, I guess? Yeah, that's a good
1: way of describing mm. it. Yeah, I remember that phrase being used in the 90s when hip-hop was just getting popular and Malays were starting to, like, act that way, right? <laughs> and somebody called a friend out and said, like, what are you doing? Buang you know. Yeah, buang tebiat ke? In a way, it's, it's a way of saying... Now, maybe I'm reading too much into this. It's a way of saying, like, why are you trying not to be yourself? Is, that, is it something like that? Because it's one thing to say that you're doing something out of the ordinary. But when you, the stress or the tone that comes with Buang Te Biat is like saying, like, stop acting weird. Yes. Yeah, yeah stop d- acting weird, right? Yeah. Mm. It's So on one hand, it's breaking routine, yeah, but it's also this thing where... Why are you trying so hard or something right yes, something yeah. like that, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it's a bit of both, and it shows how we value routine, i guess and and normalcy to a certain extent, I suppose,
1: yeah, but is there a comic element to it when we say that somebody's bong to be at, do we mean that he's doing something laughable?
0: I don't know, I think I think the situation usually is funny, I guess, but mm-hmm. but but sometimes it, it doesn't necessarily have to be funny, right
1: yeah, right. yeah,
0: although whenever people use that word it Tends to be in funny situation, or yeah, tend yeah. To, to you know, to
1: it is intended to poke fun yes. at somebody. Yeah, like w- you know, when you want to be at, you point it out, and there's something there that's worthy of laughter, being you know, chuckled at.
0: Yeah, but having said that, I've heard my elder members of the family use it to also scold you I guess oh yeah that's true too yeah, that's other. true yeah. too yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it's like don't push it too far it feels mm. like that it feels mm. like you're you're kind of taking it to an unnecessary level
0: mm. now what's the English word for it
1: that's a good question are you going nuts or something no right it doesn't because Buang yet is not about going crazy it's yeah. about stepping outside of your familiar mode yes Right. In a way, it might have to do with our attitude to changing and experimentation. Where maybe in the sort of liberal, modern, Anglo-sphere, it's not that odd to do things out of the ordinary uh, and to be unrecognizable. Whereas in our context, that is not as encouraged. Right? <laughs> so when you push the boundaries of familiarity... You might come across as pretentious or trying too hard or risking yourself. And then somebody would say, You bong to be Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it could does. be that. Yeah. But I also find that that's a very interesting term to use to call out someone when they're out of line. Really? Yeah. Like bong to it's like, What are you thinking? <laughs> you know, w- what's gotten into you? Right. Okay. um But it also points out the ridiculousness of it, right? Because you don't just say somebody bong to biat for acting out of the ordinary necessarily. Mm. But when they're doing it a bit too much, you know, it's like, okay, we get it. You want to be a bit silly, but come on, you know? (laughs) So there's that, there's that come on sort of element to bong to biat, which I like, you know, because I get it that people have to reinvent themselves once in a while, but come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you can use it to <laughs> reprimand someone. But...
1: It, well, it is a reprimanding term. Yeah. It's just a question of like, you know, what tone does it bring to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you You know, and I like it that it's a form of a question. <laughs> you know, typically it's yeah. a form of a question, right? Yes. You're not making a... You know, when you say you're out of your mind, you know or, or it's a way of saying are you nuts but the fact that it also assumes ridicule you know is it's a good thing to use when you're trying to call out pretensions mm-hmm. you know or yeah. a, there's a there's an element of like tasda involved in it it's like <laughs> koni bontabiat it's like it assumes that you tasda am i right
0: yeah. something yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah. but tasda in in a in a literal sense? In a present sense? Or in a, in a among yeah.
1: In a, in a macam illusion of grandeur sense or like macam, you know, you're too full of yourself kind of sense, you know, kind yeah. of thing. You yeah. know, like, come on. You know, that come on thing I think comes closest <laughs> to Bong Tawbiat. Yeah. It's w- like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, And one last question. Do you think that it refers to literally physical behaviour or can it be something like, for example, if I say, yeah. Like in our last episode, somebody started merapu, then can can someone then comes in and say, oh, you're going to be a Or must be literally tabiat, right?
1: Yeah, typically it's behavioural. So it's a way people appear to you, right? And Malays have no problems calling out appearances. right? Remember that last episode, we talked about muka, muka sepulchain, yeah. muka tak malu, you know? Yeah. We we like calling out mukers. you know? So to one gets the feeling is... Primarily directed to that To like outward behavior And outward postures You know mm-hmm. um, When you're unnecessarily ostentatious Or you're unnecessarily Demonstrative Right You're buang mm-hmm. tebiat Right? Because I can't Call you out for buang at Based on an idea You know If you say I believe in a secular state Or something <laughs> I can't say buang You know It doesn't work like that You know what I mean It doesn't work like that It's like I don't you know, I don't believe, uh, that I you know like that, that I should wear this or something like that. You're not gonna say it's not about you're not bong biat when it comes to beliefs mm. or opinions. You are bong biat when it comes to how you dress, or a new habit you pick up, or some out of the ordinary decision. Typically, I mean, I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't thought about this in in a, any processed way. You know, mm. uh, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess it's more for our behavior rather than our ideas. And that's what it opposed, sounds right? like. Yeah. 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 But how do you call out someone if, let's say, they have a
1: ridiculous idea then? <laughs> like, I don't think that happens as often, you know. Really? I don't think so. Typically, like, people will... Because we, we have so much room for marapu that that can just fall into the ridiculous idea category, you know? Like, marapu includes saying bombastic things.
0: Yeah, but Marapu is also very character driven, I suppose. So if you, uh, say you bump into somebody or you speak to somebody who's very serious, I don't think they will entertain you. <laughs> the Marapunes lah again <laughs> la. <laughs> We talk about you're this. Right, you're right. You're right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It has
1: to be the right temperament for it, right?
0: <laughs> you're right.
1: Um, but I don't think there's. I don't think anybody's called out for having ridiculous ideas per se. Mm. But they are called out for being. Pretentious in their yeah. behavior, yeah. so
0: I think the most they will call you out for is just uh, "oh, konigilaga" or something. Or yeah, g- yeah, g- yeah, g- yeah.
1: G- yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Interesting stuff. Uh, let's get back to uh, our list later after this break. I'm Ahmad Rama alongside Hanif Baharuddin on another instalment of the Trying Game on Nightscope BFM eighty nine point nine. BFM 89.9, I'm Ahmad Fawad Rahmat. This is Night School on another installment of The Trying Game where we try to find English equivalents for Malay words and expressions and phrases. And Hanif Baharuddin is on the show again to do that uh, with us. Going down the list, we have Tesengih.
0: It's a smirk, isn't it? But smirk is... You can be condescending if you want to...
1: In a sense, yeah. in a sense, yeah.
0: The singer can sometimes be very... It's self-indulgent and it's also... <laughs> I yeah, because usually when you're just like thinking about something or like fantasizing, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, yes. Right?
1: You're kind of like caught in a moment kind yeah. of thing. The then people will call you out again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. so, yes, yes, yes. So, I like yeah. that. You don't meet somebody and tersengih. you usually tersengih on your own, right? I guess.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's a, there's a there's a ponderous feature to it. Yes. Like you're sort of like deep in something. Mm. Right? And there's some train of thought.
0: Yeah. Usually funny or, I don't know, endearing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. En- enough to make you yeah. yeah. Whereas the smirk is usually you're right, you're directed right, you're to right. somebody, right? Yeah. I guess.
1: Tersengih has a very... Mucasposen element to it? Can we say that?
0: See, it's called Tersange for a reason because it's thir, right? Because you don't do it on purpose. So you can't say that oh muka whereas is more more on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas tersenge is accidental. Again, because you're in that train of thought, you're pondering yeah. about something. You're thinking but but
1: there's is there something silly about the expression that it amounts to? Tersing. Yeah. Because it's often poke right mm. sengih macam busuk right yeah right there's something like silly about that mode um i think it's silly to the subject i
0: guess rather right, than right. rather than rather than this whole situation i guess it's acceptable to be tersengih but of course you're going to be poke fun at lah mm-hmm. if you're tersengih because people will be like oh okay kenapa right, uh, right
1: there must be
0: something and there's always people always are curious
1: about yeah. What makes you yeah. Yeah. yeah I see that I see that mm. Now why isn't there An English term for it Or is there Is there Okay I mean that's the whole purpose Of the trying game right you're Trying to find it
0: <laughs> <laughs> So
1: What comes to mind then To sing
0: uh, And it's working It's not that far off Now that I think about it But mm-hmm. you smiling to yourself right I mean
1: yeah, yeah, left, yeah You're looking You're looking like Unusually <laughs> pleased About something mm. Right
0: Okay, I have a confession. Sure, (laughs) I I sometimes do singing on my own office, and my my colleagues have called me out on that. (laughs) (laughs) But but you heard it here first, (laughs) folks. (laughs) But because again, (laughs) again, we use English here, so they usually, why are you smiling all by yourself? Right, they usually say that to me rather than rather than yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, they okay. have
0: not yet used a specific word. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it's a it's it's still just a smile, right? Yeah,
0: smile or what's so funny. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's interesting that we've arrived to a point where we have a term for that.
0: In Malay you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, it shows again the sensitivity to facial features. Correct? Yeah. Yes. That is presumed in our language, you know? Hmm.
0: Yeah. Sneering, do you think sneering comes from? No, no. Sneering Again, that it has that malicious element there.
1: You know, sneering is intentional. And I think what I liked about what you picked up is how the singing has this element of being carried away. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because usually you don't realize that you're singing. Yeah. People yeah. will call you out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah I don't think you will be able to like oh, unless you look at the, into the mirror and then suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I'm like you know, but am I smirking. Out? But at
1: least in the the realm of sensibility that English provides is more of an innocent curiosity. Like, hey, what's on your mind? But in Malay, you're like, hey, we caught you. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking about something, you better spill, you know? Or like, you're a daydreamer or something, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's an interesting element that we can explore as well. The fact that people immediately assume that you're thinking about something, Something interesting and fun. And usually, they associate it with... (laughs) I mean, if you're dating or somebody... If you're not dating... You're you're you're
1: having a crush on someone. Yeah. Yeah, For
0: some reason. I don't know how they are able to... Maybe link that, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, there's another dimension to... I guess... You know, I don't know what phrase to call it. But, you know, the the Malay sensibility where... Berangan is a word that is used quite often. You know, to describe states of being. You know, modes or whatever. You know, like uh ni berangan. you know you know where there's an English term for it which is daydreaming but it isn't used in the same way you know uh, you don't say hey, that guy yeah he's just a daydreamer you, you just don't get that expression often you know uh, when in effect you know, the whole modern liberal sphere is all about daydreaming, right? When you talk about, like, <laughs> the pop, well, pop culture is basically that. It's a whole infrastructure built on that, right? But at least we've identified that as a disposition, mm. you know, that that's just something we do. Yeah. And singe is the smile that you have when you're uh, a bit indulgent in some daydreaming, mm. right?
0: It's even part of our folklore, right? I mean, Angerangan Mak Janin. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like true. That, right? so,
1: that's true, yeah. Um, you daydream and then you kind of like lose track of what's happening and mm. then you get into trouble and then comedy ensues, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But is it necessarily frowned upon though?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I was just thinking of that. Um, there will always be reminders to not berenggan sangat, I Yeah, not sing lah, singing, I'm not too sure that it's frowned upon. I don't yeah. think so. I think it's more innocent life. Yeah.
1: yeah, but still worthy of Poking fun. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, Angangan is used as a reference point for people to not be too indulgent in and things yeah. like that, right? Yeah, so... But that
1: weaves into the whole modern discourse about working hard and being industrious <laughs> and like yeah. when you're Angangan, you're not being productive or whatever. Mm. Um, and Amin Sweeney has an interesting paper about how a lot of these stories were collected by colonial officers. Right, so you wonder the extent to which they were local folklore mm. or they just used local folklore to kind of like spread the Protestant capitalist work ethic. Oh, okay. You that's know, which which is why I was never into the whole Pak Pandey stories or whatever. Oh, You know, um, because I didn't get the point other than to just, you know, to make fun of lazy Malays. You know, that's what, I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into them in a scho- any scholarly way, but I just remember those stories for that, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking of that whole narrative that is being used. Yeah, so yeah. I, think, I guess that's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Whereas Badol, on the other hand, takes that motif to make fun of Malay capitalists. Mm. So he is the daydreamer, he is the lazy guy that gets into trouble and there's a lot of slapstick comedy that's included in the narrative. But the capitalists or the Malay aristocrat isn't spared from it. So typically his comedies would show that they are as pretentious. And the story would typically conclude to show that the upper class is as pretentious and lazy as the lower class. So he he, he does that in quite interesting ways. Mm-hmm. So the the mode is is quite interesting for all the cultural symbols. It's uh, <laughs> it's sort of connected to. Um, let's go for the next one. Um, and maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but let's have a go at it anyway. Terima kasih.
0: Terima kasih. Well, obviously it's thank you, but yeah, let's ponder, <laughs> think more about it, right? Uh, well, I like
1: it that it's accept love.
0: Yeah, if, again, if you want to, yeah, yeah. literally translate, right? Yeah, terima
1: because kasi. well, uh, thank you doesn't come close to the sort of outpouring that terima kasih indicates, right? Yeah, terima kasih is either I accept love. It's neutral enough to mean I accept love. Or I accept your concern. Or please accept my concern towards yeah, you.
0: Right? Uh, maybe it's that. So terima <laughs> kasih. Yeah. Because
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I'm extending my kasih to you, so can you yeah. accept it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or it could be that whole Sandy Clark thing where I thank you for giving me the chance to give you something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's, it's neutral enough that it's imbued with meaning. Mm. right? It's imbued with gesture and thoughtfulness, right? Mm. And the, the, the response is sama-sama, right? <laughs> yeah, Like, well, let's do it together I like mm, that So yeah, we're, yeah. we're sort of like In this together. At the same time Yeah, whereas There's an active and a passive standpoint In the English Phrasing Or maybe I'm thinking too much about this But, you know
0: But, but, but yeah I'm willing to indulge <laughs> Yeah, of course That's why we're, we're high you, right? um, yeah. you know
1: You know, I I thank you Right, there's an I and a U you know, so there, there are two standpoints there. Mm. One is doing the thanking, right? And the other says, you are welcome to do so, right? So the positions are more fixed. Whereas there's no I, you, there's no sayo, nothing. Yeah. It's just sort of in the moment. And uh, which, is, which ties into the other comment I made with Sandy, where when giving is a default part of the context of the culture, it is less a matter of individual choice as it is about making that culture livelier, you know. So at any given time you're giving, it is a way of rekindling, is a way of reigniting, or is it just a way of like keeping the circuit of recognition alive, you know. Uh, so in doing so, it's not so much about you, but it's also about you recognizing that well, this is a valued act across the social order. Mm. You know, it's not just me doing it out of my own volition or whatever, but I'm also recognizing what the culture values, you know? So in that sense, I get something too out of it, you know? Um, Let's flip it another way then. Do you sense that not giving is a problem? You know what I mean? Mm. So the flip side, if we do recognize that giving is a is a recognition of what the culture affirms then the flip side should also be true that when you're not giving then something is amiss something is out of joint about your place in it so mm. you know what I mean? like yeah. that's why like being kedekot is a common pejorative yep. in our context, right? Then you kedekot, right? Eh? Mm. Apa, berapalah sangat you know sangat is actually a common phrase. <laughs> yeah. You know berapalah yeah. sangat you know it's yeah. like don't be so miserly don't be so calculative yes. right? Whereas okay let's go with that then being being miserly. What's kedekot in English? Miserly right or what? Miserliness <laughs> or something. Sure that word exists but how often is it being used? You know. Yeah, interesting not yeah. mentioned that. Right? Yeah. How often do you say Hey, what's what's that guy like you know yeah. Sometimes even the list of negative things, right, Mm. will not feature miserliness. We don't think of somebody in terms of how much they give or not. Mm. Or in the Malay context, that seems to be one of the immediate ways you're evaluated. Mm. Are you you a generous person or not? Yeah. So, the nika is Haji Bakil, is like a -a 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 trope, right? Yeah, for that reason.
0: The problem with bringing that up is that then the question of sincerity comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because if it becomes a cultural expectation for you to give, then where is the sincerity? And that's another question that will always be asked as well, right?
1: Yeah, which and that's a feature of our discourse. Mm. So we've graduated from, you know, the practice of giving mm. and sharing to the question of where it comes from. Yeah. Right? So we have those discursive options. Mm. in ways that the modern liberal Anglosphere doesn't, mm. right? You know, like, if you just say, oh, I think so-and-so is very miserly. It's like, dude, have you been reading Shakespeare or something? What kind of word are you, you know, why <laughs> are you using that word? You know, like, <laughs> this isn't 16th century, you know, this isn't the glorious revolution or something. Why, why are you using that term? You know, like, it's such an archaic, out-of-place or awkward term to describe. Because we don't, the, the English sensibility or the... the modern liberal English sensibility doesn't really evaluate or value somebody based on the extent to which they share or not mm. whereas in our context yeah could the yeah. quote if you you know somebody's could the quote that would be the second or third thing you describe him as yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. it's like anybody yeah. could the quote skip yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah, and you'll yeah, remember no. these things. You'll
0: be, yeah. Like, yeah. You'll be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. it's nice, she's nice, but
1: yeah. you Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, ha, something uh, like that. Uh, you know? You, yeah. uh, so, so Trimakase is very profound, if you ask me. Hmm. What's assumed in that term and what is enabled in the culture as a result, you know? Okay, unfortunately, we have to wrap up, uh, Hanif. But, you know, sorry to disappoint you with a very short list, this episode. But we did go into long-winded marappus, I guess. <laughs> you know, uh, I-, I was just going to say theorizations. Mm-hmm. But I opted for the word marapu instead. Because basically... There's a deep element of theoretical thinking in Marapu, you know, which we demonstrated aptly tonight. <laughs> in any case, email the show, bfmnightschool.gmail.com look us up on Facebook also download our app at the Apple App Store or uh, Google Play. Once again, I'm Ahmad for Rahmat, alongside Hanif Bahruddin for another installment of The Trying Game on Night School and BFM 89.9, The Business Station.